This is Taking Care in Business, a podcast that dives into the topic of corporate social responsibility from many different perspectives. Host Kathy Pedrotti Hayes is an expert in CSR and philanthropic giving, and her co-host, Vicki Bolson, is the founder and CEO of Bolson Group, a unified marketing company that was also the first B Corp certified company in Indiana. Kathy and Vicki became friends and equally passionate about CSR when they first worked together several years ago. Join them as they talk about why it is always worthwhile to take care in business. Taking Care in Business is made possible with support from Conscious Capitalism, Inc., helping individuals and companies become more conscious with transformational experiences that inspire, educate, and empower people and organizations to elevate humanity through business. Go to ConsciousCapitalism.org for more information. Hey, Kathy, how are you? I'm great. Vicki, how are you? Oh, well, I am so excited about today. Um, I know that you know endangered species chocolate. I do. Because we actually kind of connected for the first time there. We did. And it was because we have a mutual friend. Uh-huh. And we were looking at each other like, who are you? I know right. you. And then we, we were at a meeting there. But um, our guest today is Kurt Vandermeer, who is the CEO of Endangered Species Chocolate. And so last night I was um, I was tasting some of the chocolate, and I my favorite is absolutely the owl. Okay. And it is roasted almonds and sea salt and dark chocolate. Are you dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Oh, dark, yeah. You're dark too. Okay, mm-hmm. you would love this one. But what I noticed in writing the intro was that they have new packaging. Okay. Um, so I'm excited to ask Kurt about that today and sure. see what, you know, it's... Um, you know what, what's behind the packaging and and but there's some consistency with it too from the the old packaging so that's pretty cool but anyway i'm excited to have him here today and dangerous species chocolate is just so much more than great chocolate candy this company has been ahead of the social impact game for years and back when csr was not even a word that i knew existed Uh, This premium, non-GMO, fair trade chocolate company not only has a workplace culture that practices internal sustainability practices, but uses only product ingredients that meet strict standards for quality, ethical trade, and environmental sustainability. That's a hard word for me today. It is. They promise that every product they make is in accordance with three principles, exceptional taste, high quality ingredients, and fair trade and sourcing. Endangered Species Chocolate ensures their products advocate a sustainable ecosystem that encourages habitat conservation and nurtures communities that enrich farmers and their families. And they donate 10% of their annual net profits to organizations doing amazing work for animals and habitat alike, meaning that you can feel fine and dandy eating buckets of this chocolate because it directly (laughs) supports a good cause. So I say chocolate for a good cause. Okay. (laughs) I'm down with that. So welcome, Kurt. Thank you. Nice to be here. Yeah, we're happy to have you. Yeah. So, Kurt, tell us a little bit, what do you think CSR means to you? What does corporate social responsibility mean to you? Well, I'd like to say that it means that people eat buckets of chocolate, like they <laughs> <Vicky> said. <laughs> <laughs> or in our four walls, uh, what we say is, is mission first. And mm-hmm. we are always talking mission in any and all decisions that we have to make. Great. Okay. Okay, so I have to just skip to the owl question real fast okay, before we fine. dig in. Yeah. So I, Kurt, for those of you, you, none of you can see us, but we have three candy bars here in front of us, and one that he brought, and one happens to be my favorite, the almonds, sea salt, and dark chocolate. And before we um, started, you explained 
how the owl still kind of exists on here. Can you try to explain that to our listeners? Uh, Vicki, so for the next 20 minutes, let me go on and tell (laughs) you what what has transpired because it's been almost an 18-month process. It started back when in 2016 I casted this vision to the leadership team. I said, what if someday endangered species chocolate gives back a million dollars on an annual basis for conservation. Mm -hmm. So that's our BHAG. And Mm -hmm. with that, we knew we had to grow consumer base. So we started on an endeavor to say, what causes individuals to buy specialty chocolate? Sure. Mm -hmm. And that research led us to a a new label, uh, a new um, logo, but the exact same mission. Mm -hmm. So people will look at our bar and say, I'm accustomed to seeing the owl on the bar. Mm -hmm. And we say the owl is absolutely still on the bar. And in fact, maybe even has a higher proportion of the owl is on the bar now because it encompasses almost the entire bar rather than kind of what you just saw were the eyes of the existing label. Mm -hmm. And even to take that a step further, inside the label is more information where we now have a cause of action, we where you can go and say, I really want to help this owl. You can not only learn facts about the owl, learn about its habitat, but you can learn how to get involved ah, we'll check in it out. the owl. I see, I see. I'm opening it right now. It's like is there? She's oh, opening to look at the inside cool. label, so oh, she's yeah. not opening it to eat it, right, well, Vicky? I'm going <laughs> to eat it. I am going to eat as soon as you leave. That's for sure. Okay, look at that. That's yeah, so that's cool. nice. Really. So nice. again, this is designed to bring more consumers into endangered species chocolate to join us um, as we march towards our BHAG and just to do the right thing to be able to help and support conservation. Mm-hmm. So how, how much money have you donated so far to conservation? Well, we like to say we've donated over $1.4 million okay. over the last three years or collectively now we're uh, approaching five and a half million, and that's just in cash donations. That doesn't include product in donations kind, yeah. that we do or in-kind um, gifts that we make to local charities or local events that are going on. Um, but we give our money in an unrestricted manner. And in the nonprofit world, that's really important that these uh, firms that are engaged in conservation can put the money to use where they deem it to be most necessary. Mm-hmm. Take, for example, um, what we can see going on with the elephant crisis and the ivory crisis. They can denote those funds right into activities that they know will help immediately. Or the lion crisis that, that is coming out. Whatever crisis is going on within the conservation world, our funds are given to the agencies because we believe they are best used by those who have the expertise in conservation. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think so often companies, you know, companies or any kind of foundation really gets tripped up on trying to do the new kind of the sexy, the out there, and they don't necessarily realize that a lot of these nonprofit organizations really need operational unrestricted, you know, support. Mm -hmm. So I think that's that's really fantastic. We ask each uh, of our partners uh, to go through an application process. So they're writing to us and telling us where they intend to use these funds, but they're not beholden to that. So it's not an annual grant process that is frustrating to uh, everyone, those mm-hmm. that have to write, those that have to have to read. 
Uh, we really want to understand their organization, their mission. We ask to see what their five-year strategic plan is. And then we look to see how we can dovetail with what their mission is, how our uh, benevolence can help support them. Sure. Mm-hmm. And can you talk a little bit about how your internal process works in terms of vetting those those organizations? Yeah. So, uh, again, it's a it's a outreach that we do to organizations. And in fact, we have a list that we have worked with in the past, but also we identify other organizations that we think we might have an interest in and we'll reach out to them and ask them to go through the application process. We want to look at, like I mentioned, their strategic plan. We want to see um, their viability as, uh, so we ask about financial statements. We make sure that they're a U.S. domesticated uh, 501c3. Um, And then we pour into where do they think that they're going to use the funds and and how do they want to use those funds and where are they going to go and you know, it's, it's a big responsibility because the mission of endangered species chocolate is continuing to grow and sure. our impact is continuing to grow. And we have to be really good stewards of those, of those funds. We like to work with agencies for anywhere from two to three years. Mm-hmm. And we know that we're going to ha- be a significant impact into them and what's going to happen after we leave. So we've also developed an alumni program that says if you've been with us, you're part of our alumni and we want to continue to pres- to support you as as well, even after our uh, our um, more official uh, relationship is over. Yeah, and great. how do you continue to support them as an alum? So uh, they continue to receive monies from endangered species chocolate. It's on a smaller scale as well, but we also continue to support them in social media, or we'll continue to support them in other activities that they have. Maybe we can provide free chocolate for a year. Uh, which could be defined as a bucket full of chocolate, mm-hmm. Vicki. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, so we can support them that way. We can also continue to um, use our methods to communicate what their mission is uh, as well. So we don't ever want it to be a two- to three-year relationship, and then it ends. We want it to be much longer, but it does have a two- to three-year emphasis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. So, Kurt, we've had an opportunity to work together in the past, and so obviously the the 10% give back is such a part of your CSR, but I know that as a company, Endangered Species Chocolate does a lot more than that in terms of social responsibility. Can you share a little bit with our listeners about some of the other programs and initiatives that you all have well, that support that? Yeah, I can tell of one recent one, and it, and it was this summer, and it is... Uh, a way that we can show all the visitors that come to our facility that we certainly uh, want to walk our mission. And we, imp- we implemented a pollinator garden in our in mm. our front of, of, our, of our building. And their building so, is gorgeous, by <laughs> the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. This is on the outside. And this is a reminder to also the employees that each and every day when you walk into the building, you walk past this uh, beautiful pollinator garden and you, and you are reminded – I am here to do some good work. And at the end of a day, that can be like any other day, uh, it can have its trials and tribulations, and maybe not everything went so perfect, even though you <laughs> think it does at a chocolate factory. Um, when you walk back out, you're, you look at the beauty of this pollinator garden, and you know you have done something well for the environment. Mm-hmm. So we had a fun day of uh, playing in the dirt, Mm-hmm. Digging up the dirt, uh, we planted over 500 
plants that are all Indiana native plants um, to develop our own uh, pollinator garden. It's just one of many activities that we like to do. That is, that's really cool. I was going to say from the time you walk in to endangered species chocolate, and I was thinking more along the lines of the, the carpool parking spots and things like that, but it starts as you enter and now it's even more so a start as you enter. As you enter in, and we, ha we have put a little placard on the outside just to um, memorialize the work that we did mm -hmm. on, that, on that fun day mm -hmm. of putting in that, and just a reminder. And it, it was also a call to action that we can say uh, to many of our other uh, neighbors, to many of our other local businesses, this is an easy project to do. Mm -hmm. It's a good mm -hmm. team building. It's a yeah. great team building. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you've done something really good for the environment. Mm -hmm. You've put in a pollinator garden. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you can just watch it, it grow. You can see uh, the effects that it's going to have. Um, it's just, it was, it was a wonderful day, and it's a great reminder. Here's my joke that I tell with people. I say, you know, we work at a chocolate factory. When we have a good day, we can go get a piece of chocolate. When we have a bad day... <laughs> We can go get a piece of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and I am smelling this chocolate right now, and it's really kind of making me crazy. Uh, so you also source from the sourcing of your ingredients to the, um, the, the farmers and the farming communities. I mean, it's, it's just every step of the way, right? It really is. Um, I've been fortunate enough to go to West Africa uh, a couple of times and to uh, spend some time on a cocoa farm. All of our products are fair trade certified. So our consumers know that um, guidelines have been established to ensure that ethical trade is prevalent throughout the entire supply chain. And uh, fair trade also can speak to premium as well. People are mm -hmm, expecting sure. a premium experience and they should expect it in their sourcing as well. So you, we go on the field, we, we have been with the farmers, we've been with the cocoa processors, uh, to see the work that, that they're doing in West Africa and to ensure that the supply chain stays, uh, remains 100% integrity towards fair trade. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's great. How do you decide to add a new product? <laughs> well, um, I'd like to always say it's a very sophisticated process, but let me tell <laughs> we'll you that. We'll go with that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you that. Um, our most recent bar, we call it our elephant bar mm -hmm. to match our owl bar because it has um, dark chocolate with salted peanuts, can be a combination of CrossFit meets Donald Trump. Okay. <laughs> CrossFit because consumers are hearing about protein mm -hmm. and they want more and more protein in their everyday diet. Sure. Donald Trump, because when this product was currently was being introduced to the marketplace, Donald Trump was making his entrance into the political world, and it created a little bit of chaos. Mm -hmm. And when there is chaos, consumers want calm. Mm -hmm. What do they know works really well together? Chocolate and peanuts. So our new bar, the Elephant Bar, is a combination of CrossFit meets Donald Trump. <laughs> it's looking at those trends. It's looking at what's happening yeah. and being able to uh, create uh, a wonderful indulgence that meets what those consumer trends are. 
With that, though, also comes a lot of study by our director of innovation, who is constantly watching trends, what's happening in other industries, perhaps as uh, in, within the beverage industry, what's happening within the spice industry as well, uh, and just staying alert to everything that's happening. Google alerts, um, what's being searched on, um, what's hot right now. Um, it's first of January. Everyone's going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. Everyone's going to be talking about uh, sugar in their diet. And so we know our number one seller, which is an 88% mm -hmm. cocoa content, has the least amount of sugar. Mm -hmm. So when there are items being searched for keto or such, we're going to try and get our bar to be positioned within that search. Gotcha. So that's a full, like, that's what that person does all day? Yeah. Uh, that's That would be fun, wouldn't that it? That <laughs> along with uh, food ingredients and all. So um, a talented individual from Purdue University's food science mm -hmm. program. Wow. So is it safe to say that endangered species chocolate in your mission and your processes was um, designed or was it by default the way you operate? Well, uh, I can speak to ever since we've been to Indianapolis and it has our mission has always been to create premium chocolate with a really good mission. And much of our consumer research has shown that consumers are still looking for taste and quality first. Mm -hmm. So our label, Redesign, allows them to quickly identify what is that flavor that they're looking for, along with a new logo that clearly identifies endangered species chocolate is about more than just chocolate. You're going to get a premium experience when you uh, purchase our chocolate, but you also know that you are now engaging with us on conservation as well. So the mission is not changing and nor ever will and for the 13 years that we've been uh, proud to say we're in Indianapolis absolutely what we do is foremost of create that great indulgent product for someone because mm -hmm. you will get your trial because maybe you want to join us in conservation but if it's not a great product you're not coming back mm -hmm. and we want you to come back and experience all the flavors that we have to offer what's sure. been the reaction to it I think I noticed it was different the summer? Maybe it was in the summer? When um, did you so it, uh, in the summer, we would have began to talk a little bit about that. Okay. Uh, it really was this fall that we have launched uh, the, new, the new look. Um, and overwhelmingly, we have gotten a positive response, not just from our retail partners, but also from our consumers that uh, really love the new look uh, and the update. They love the bold call out of what that flavor is is going to be. Um, some do miss the animal, and we just remind them that the animal is much more prevalent now on this bar than it was on the old bar. The most important reminder is that mission is staying true to what we've always done. We help support conservation in all uh, ways that we are able to do so, and uh, that's never, ever going to change. Mm -hmm. And the great flavor that you've accustomed to seeing um, but through the animal maybe that you have recognized it is still inside the label. It's just a little bit different looking label. Mm -hmm.
Well, and I'm sure you've had a positive reaction from your nonprofit partners where you can actually highlight more information. Yes. That's something we've seen in packaging. Um, I know Newman's Own is now taken to that, that they actually have their back label where it, it talks about some of the organizations that they benefit. So it's it's interesting oh, really? to see. Yeah. Like so on like, like a, pizza a bottle box. of wine yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. take it off and mm-hmm. I didn't I haven't noticed that. That's harder to yeah, know, see. you know, and yeah. to see. So Kathy, one of our um, partners that just ended uh, at the end of this year is Rainforest Trust. Uh-huh. And they've been able to tell us that of our bars, 15 of these species uh, that are highlighted on our label actually live in the rainforest in which they are protected. Things like the tamarind, the panther, the owl, the chimpanzee, the eagle, the wolf, the puffin, the rhino, the grizzly, the elephant, otter, tiger, bat, and turtle, just to name a few, reside in the the rainforest. So what you said, absolutely, how we work with these partners can dovetail really well with our great indulgent product. Mm -hmm. How many products do you have now? Uh, Not enough. (laughs) 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 We are constantly looking at uh, new endeavors. Um, So uh, I'd love to be invited back at some point because I think we're going to have a really great announcement here uh, in in the springtime of this year as to a new uh, product. Uh, something that you don't see out in the marketplace right now. Mm. Um, is it consumable? It is very consumable. Okay, and it's good. Gorgeous, and it's it's it gorgeous. Is a gorgeous. Can you bring samples? Uh, <laughs> Can you yeah. tell us when we get off when we're <laughs> offline? Uh, yes. Oh goody. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. tell us. That's exciting. Uh, <laughs> we, you know, we we're known as a three ounce chocolate bar. Right. Um, and that certainly is our main our main product line. But we'll be coming out with something that supports the yeah. three ounce chocolate bar cool. line, but is not a three ounce chocolate bar. Ooh, super cool! I was just going to ask you what what's in store for the future. Yeah. What else is it, what else is going on? Um, anything in regards to uh, holiday, a new holiday look will mm-hmm. be coming out for us. Uh, this other endeavor. Um, who knows, maybe something along the line of a indulgent truffle might be coming out in the holiday. Mm. Um, the good news is we're in an industry that is really fun to, to experiment with. Mm-hmm. And so I always love when our director of innovation is back in the kitchen uh, trying to come up with what our next creation can be. Mm-hmm. I love when I go back there and I hear the music blaring in her yeah. kitchen because then I know the creativity Something's is really on. exactly yeah. something mm-hmm. is, co- is going to be coming out and I know it's going to be great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, Kurt, a question that we always ask all of our guests when they're here is, what advice would you give to another company who was maybe interested in developing a social responsibility program or growing a social responsibility program? What what words would you lend to them? You know, a, a number of years ago, I joined a CEO peer group, and I was asked, what brings you joy in business? And I knew immediately what the answer is. It's when we gather in our conference room and we call the benefactors of our 10% brand promise and we tell them, hey, we're going to be sending you a check. Can you please deposit it? And they are overjoyed with our benevolence. So I would, I would encourage someone, find something that brings them joy. Write it down and then practice that mission each and every day. I'd love to tell you that it's so easy to work at a chocolate factory because we have a mission. And I will tell you, we have the same trials, the same joys, the same disappointments as every other business out there. It just happens to be that we have a mission 
to give back 10% of our net profits. And we do that each and every day, uh, knowing that the mission is the work of, uh, will be the end result of producing a great product. Great. That's wonderful. So tell our listeners where they can get buckets of chocolate. Uh, well, call uh, Bolson Group and ask <laughs> <laughs> And if that doesn't work, uh, you can go to most any uh, natural food store. So here in Indianapolis, that could be uh, Whole Foods, Earth Fair, Fresh Time, Georgetown Market. Um, you can go in conventional stores. We would know those as Kroger. You can go into mass stores. We would know those as Walmart and Target. Um, and we're nationwide, so we nationwide are we chain. are nation we yeah. are nationwide. We're nationwide with uh, many of these retailers: Whole Foods nationwide, Target nationwide, Walmart nationwide. But for the most part, anywhere where you are going to see specialty chocolate, you should find us uh, in that set as well. Great. And Kurt, what's your website? www.chocolatebar.com. Great. How can you not? forget that yeah. I know I know I've I, I did forget momentarily <laughs> last night and then I remembered ah it's chocolate bar yeah. uh, social media are you on Twitter we're, Instagram, a, we're active everything? on Facebook we're active on Twitter we're active on um, Instagram you can follow all of us there you can see much of the new images of the of the label being uh, rolled out you can see the work of some of our uh, partners the conservation work, we highlight their work that they're doing, beautiful pictures of the species that they've been able to find or beautiful pictures of the rainforest. Um, all of that is available on whatever social media outlet you want to use. And I think, is it Chocolate Bar ESC on, on your social media? Uh, yes, there's a variety of different handles that we have to use. It's not consistent all, all the way across, okay. but you can but use can ESC or, or Chocolate, Chocolate Bar. Bar. And if you just it. go to chocolatebar.com, there's also links there that will take you to your to the whatever okay. platform that you need. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kurt. So yes. great to see thank you. you. Keep thank up you. the great work with Endangered Species Chocolate. We yeah. will. And, and we and and when the mics are off, we'll open up the other chocolate bars that are here. That sounds good. <laughs> and you're going to tell us what the secret is. Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay. I'll tell you <laughs> where the Oompa Loompas are in our factory <laughs> as well. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Thanks, Kurt. Thank, thank you. you. Let's give a big thank you to Matthew Sosi, our podcast engineer. You can visit the Taking Care in Business website at takingcareinbusiness.com. Or just visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Taking Care in Biz. That's Taking Care in B-I-Z. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at any time at info at takingcareinbusiness.com. Thank you for joining us today, and until next time, take, take care, care in, in business. business. Taking Care in Business is made possible with support from Conscious Capitalism, Inc., helping individuals and companies become more conscious with transformational experiences that inspire, educate, and empower people and organizations to elevate humanity through business. Go to ConsciousCapitalism.org for more information.